0: With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Gitten Daf Ein Gimel, page seventy three. We begin three lines from the top. Shamas Mina, Shhmi Matana. We're in the middle of a piece, but we just said that Huna said that if a person is sick and he says to his wife that if I die from the sickness, so then you're gonna be divorced. So if he gets sick with a different sickness, he gets he goes from one sickness to the other. So we said that it's considered a continuation of the first sickness, and therefore it's considered a good get, because it's considered that he died from the first sickness. So what we're saying here now is that what we can deduce from here is that a person who's sick, and he goes from one sickness to the other, and he gave over some kind of present, it would be the same halacha. Again, Again, it's considered a good present. So it's a question. And the Gemara says, indeed it's true. The Amar the in the name of Rav, a person who's sick, goes from one sickness to another, matana. it's considered that he gave a gift, he's given this gift, it's considered, a good giving, and therefore it belongs to the person we gave it to Raabbava and Rava do not agree to the statement of Ravhuna basically Ravuna's statement was that if a person says to his wife, I'm giving you this divorce document and he's dying, so we can assume that he meant on the condition that he dies, and if he doesn't die, then she's not considered divorced That's what, that's what Ravuna said. Rabba and Rava disagree; they hold that in fact, she is considered divorced. Because we're afraid that people will begin to think that if, look, what happens? If he dies, so then it's considered a good get. But if he doesn't die, people will see, hey, he hasn't died and it's not considered a good get. So they'll be able to deduce from that, that why is it a good get if he dies? It's not a good get if he doesn't die. It's clear that the get is actually taking place after the death. So some people will say that, so Rav and Rav says that in this case, even if the guy was no longer sick, somehow he miraculously survived, he's still, it's considered that it's a good get, and we won't run into any difficulties. Now the Gemara asks, Umiyakamidi demidaraes lehavigita? Is there something that from the Torah, it's not considered a get? And because of a decree, so we permit a woman who's really married to be able to get married to someone else? How could it be? Basically what comes out is that when he gets up, he didn't have in mind that the get should be a good get, if he survives. Nevertheless, Rab and Rav are saying that it's considered a good get. So, they're not really divorced, but nevertheless, Rab and Rav are saying that they are considered divorced. How could it be? So, Gemara answers in, it is possible. Because whoever gets married, so they're Doing it based on what the rabbis say. And the rabbis take away the kedushin the marriage from him. It's not considered that they're married. So we understand if it was done with money. If it was done with money, so then we could say the rabbis have the ability through Hefker and Hefker, they have the ability to take any monetary things and say it doesn't belong to you, it belongs to someone else. So they could take that back. However, if someone got married with by having relations, so how can they take that back? so he responded and said the rabbis since when a person gets married they know that they're doing it based on whatever the rabbis said the rabbis have the ability to say that, that original relations that they had was not being done for kedush not being done for marriage but rather it was just a regular something that was done for no purpose at all and therefore the rabbis have that, that right and therefore they're not considered married and therefore she can now go and marry someone else even though he's come back to life doesn't matter. Tanur We continue with the bride. mahayoyim im meisi The guy says, This is considered your get from today if I die from this sickness. V'nafal habayis But instead of actually dying from the sickness, what happened? The house fell on him and he died that way. Or he was bit by a snake and he died. Ain't a get. It's not considered a good get. Because why? Because he didn't die from that sickness. Im lo'i He says, this is going to be considered a good get if I don't survive the sickness. And then what happened in this case? So again, the house fell on him or he was bit by a snake. So here the Bryce says that in fact it's considered a good get because he didn't get up from that sickness. Now the Gemara says, This is problematic. Because what's the difference between the ratio, the first case, and the second case? In both cases, the guy's really saying that if I don't get up from the sickness, if I die from this sickness, doesn't matter how he said it, he didn't die from that sickness. So why is it really they should both be that uh, it's not considered a good get? It's a problem between the two cases of the Brisa. Now the Gemara continues and says, They sent the following question from there. They had this case where some guy said these exact words. He said, If I don't die from the sickness, and what happened? He got eaten up by a lion. And the response was, We don't have the answer to this question. There was a person who bought a piece of land for his friend. And the person who sold it accepted upon himself if there would be anything that would happen, if anything would go wrong, something would be wrong with the piece of land, he would reimburse him. And what happened? A river overflowed and destroyed that piece of land. So they came in front of the Ravino to find out whether or not this guy has to, has to pay up. So he said, Zil shafi le Da Kabila calling to the Messiah. And he said, Go, and you've got to take care of this because you accepted upon yourself anything that would go wrong. So you've got to pay. Rav Acha Ravina. So Rav Acha said to This is something that's uncommon. How could it be that you're going to make him have to pay? The matter rolled over, meaning it was brought to another court. They came in front of Rav Lahu, and he said to them, It's something that's uncommon, this type of that the, the river should overflow. It's not something that usually happens. So therefore, he does not have to pay for that. He only accepted upon himself that if something happens, that's usual. So Ravina asked Rav the following question. He brought this breast that we just said, and he said, listen, it says in the second half that if a person says to his wife that if I don't get up from the sickness and the house falls down on him, so it's considered a good get. So Rava says, then Ve'ema Me'resha. Why don't you bring me a proof from the first one? There it says Ainai Get that it's not considered a good Get. Amar Le'Rav Acham Yideti Le'Ravina. So Rav Acham Yideti said to Ravina, Mishunda Kasha Resha Asefa Yuftamine. Just because there's a contradiction between the first half and the second half, I can't ask questions from it he said to him, yeah, you can ask questions from that. Since it, there was a problem between the first part and the second part, clearly it was not said in the base medish. There's something wrong with this Brisa, and it's not reliable. Zil Busser, as far us what do we have to do, we have to go after what makes sense to us. And therefore what makes sense is that a person did not accept upon himself to take on any onus, anything that happens, but rather he only takes upon himself those things that are normal. Rapapa Ravuna brother Yeshua. one time Rapapa and Ravuna, the son of Rav Yeshua, Zavan Shimshimi, Agida de Nahhar Malka, they bought some sesame seeds on the banks of the river Malka, Agur malchil avurenu. So they hired these people, these boat drivers, to, to bring them home. Kabilu and the boat drivers accepted upon themselves that if anything will happen, they'll give them their money back. For some reason, in the end, the river got stopped up, so they weren't able to go that way. So Amar Lohu Aguru Khamri, So and Rav said to these boat drivers, Hire for us donkey drivers. Afkeinu nihalon. We're not any more liable to come with you. We don't have to come with you because the You accepted upon yourselves any kind of onus, anything that will go wrong. So they came in front of Rav Amar Lahu, and Rav said to them, Kaki You old white geese, meaning Rav Papa and Rav Hu, at this point, were quite old when this story happened. You're trying to take away the clothes off these people's back, meaning you guys are trying to rip them off. Because this is an uncommon thing and therefore Rav Papa and Rav Hu, you have no taina, you have no way to say that they have to give you the money back. You hired them, they couldn't get you there, that wasn't their fault, you gotta pay them. Mas se nisso eu vou brigando a mexer nao Leis-se e so Rashi says that this case is talking about where someone says to his wife, "This is your get today. If I die, so in that case, so we don't know if he's going to die or not. So now, what do we do right now? So we say in the Mishnah that he's not allowed. She's considered divorced, and therefore he's not allowed to be seen alone with her, only in front of people, only if there are people there. Even if it can be people who are, the people who are there can even be some kind of slave or maid servant. Unless we're talking about her own maid servant, because she has no problem to do to have relations with her previous husband in front of her maidservant. So what is she considered during those days? And actually the Gemara we're going to see is, this is talking about a different case, but on the surface it seems to be talking about the same case, I'm talking about a case where this woman had been told that she's being divorced, but it's not clear if she's divorced yet or not, so what is she in regards to other people at this time? Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda says, we turn to Ayn Gemalam Bez, She's considered a married woman in all respects, which means that if someone has relations with her, so they're considered, if someone meaning other than her husband, other than her previous husband has relations with her, so she's considered married at this point, and therefore, that person is going to be mis, is going to be liable for death. The case is, according to Rabbi Yossi, a suffix. It's a doubt whether or not she's considered divorced yet, because it's not clear if she's divorced or not. And therefore, if someone comes along and has relations with her, so it's not going to be as severe. we learned in let's say they saw that this man was alone with his wife, his previous wife, in the dark. Or they slept or she slept at the foot of his bed. We don't assume that they had relations. However, in a different case, like we're going to see in the Gemara, we do assume that they had illicit relations. We don't assume that he has now gone and married her again. Rav Yisrael Rehuda says, Even in this case, we do assume that he did mean to remarry her. What does he mean? What's going on here? Rav Nachman says the name of is Baravua. he's coming to explain what does it mean in the first case that we don't assume that he had relations, but in the second half it seems to say that we do assume that. What's going on? So this is how he explained it. This is what it means. If let's say, you did know, you knew that she had relations with him so then we have to be worried about the fact that it's possible that they in fact meant to get remarried but if there was money given over so then we assume that in fact they did not mean to have any kind of uh, they weren't planning to get married but rather he was just giving her money for having relations with her he gave it to her as a payment for having relations we don't assume that it was being given over that she was having relations with him in order to be remarried Rabbi However, Rabbi Yehuda says, In this case, we also assume, despite the fact that he gave over money, that he means to remarry her. And Rashi explains because he's actually giving over this money just as a present, nothing to do with the relations. Nalagmar asks, Like whom does it go the following statement of Rabbi Yehuda in the name of Rabbi Yehuda? The case is later on in the Masakhta, we have this case where someone was divorced his wife, and then he was Lana Imam B'pundiki. Then he went and he slept alone with her in some kind of inn. So now, the argument over there is between Be'asham and Be'asil, whether or not they're considered remarried. The argument is only when they saw that she had relations. But if they didn't see that there was any kind of relations, So says, everyone would agree that there's no necessity to get any kind of get. They're not considered married, they didn't have relations, we don't assume that they had relations. So that would work out right over here exactly like everyone everyone agrees over here according to this version of the brisa that they did not have relations if they, if even though you saw them alone they were alone in the room she was at the the seat at the bottom of his bed nevertheless they didn't have any relations Maskefla Abaye. Now Abaye has a big problem with this explanation that of Nachman said in the name of Rabbi Baravua, Because all of a sudden we're talking about where there's money. When there's money, so then we have an argument between Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi and the Rabbis. Whether or not when there was money was it given over in order to pay her for her services or was it given over just as a present and he really meant to marry her. Hold on a second, this is a katani, does it say anything about money? Ela So baye says a different understanding. this is the case, this is what it means. Ra'uha shenivala, if let's say they see that in fact they did have relations, mishum forget about the money. He saw, or the witnesses know for a fact that they had relations. So now, what happened at those relations? Did he mean, he didn't give her any money, did he mean to remarry her? So, according to the Tanakama, we assume that in fact there was nos, it wasn't meant to be... To be for marriage, but rather it was illicit. Vein chaysh shemishem kedushin, and we do not assume that it was being done in order to remarry. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Imer, Rabbi Yosef, says af chaysh shemishem kedushin. We do assume that there's a possibility that they meant to get remarried. Keman oz lahoda almar Rabbi Baruch So in this version, according to Abaye, like whom does it go? The statement of Rabbi Baruch or Rabbi Yehudan? In the name of Rabbi Yehudan, machlekes kishra uhashinivelah aval loyra uhashinivelah de'ra kol intri chaymenuget. Shaney, Kiman, Kirbyoisey, Rabbi Huda. Who does it come out? The one that says that according to base Hilla, we will indeed, if we know for a fact that they had relations, they will need some kind of gad, they will need a divorce document. But if we don't know, so then we don't assume that that comes out exactly like Kirbyoisey, Rabbi Huda, and it's not going according to everyone. Because according to the Chachamim, even if we know that they had relations, we don't assume that they meant to get remarried. Which is not like what Beis Hillel says over there. Maskevul arava, so asks a question on Abayah, Imkain, if this is so, that Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda is going on a case where they had relations, and we know that for a fact, my af, why is he saying that even in the case where Choshish, we assume that there was Kedushin? If anything, he should say the exact opposite. Af, even in that case, that case the rabbis are saying that we're making a kula. The kula is that we assume that it was znos. When they had relations, it was being done for znos. That's a leniency. When Rabbi Yisro, Rabbi Yehuda is saying that we assume that it was kedushin. That's a stringency. So what's this af? The word af is an inappropriate word. The word af would make sense if we're talking about a case where there's a chiddush. This is not a chiddush, of course. Rabbi Yisro, Rabbi Yehuda is doing the obvious. He's saying that we assume that there was some kind of kedushin that we're we're going to just be machmer. That's not a Says, Rava says this is what it means even if we didn't see that they had relations nevertheless we still assume that they did have relations and they did it for kedushin, and that's a big khedish. that's a big novelty now what comes out of all of this is that according to Rava, so we don't know what they did we don't know if they had relations so the rabbis would hold that in fact we don't assume that they had relations but the rabbi who rabbi holds that we do assume that they had relations and in the case where we know that they had relations the rabbis would say that we don't assume that they did it for marriage and rabbi who rabbi would say that we do assume that they did it for marriage so now we have the question who does it go like according to this version that which Rabbi said in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, according to Hilil, so if we see that they did have relations so then he does have to give some kind of get he has to give a divorce document we assume that they did it in order to get married and if they didn't we don't know what they did so we don't assume that they did it and you don't have to give a get so this doesn't work out like neither Rabbi Yehuda, who says that in both cases whether or not we know what they did you still assume that they were getting married and it also does not work out according to the rabbis because they say that whether or not we know what happened we don't assume that they were going to get married now the Gemara continues what is she during that time when she's in a quasi state of marriage it's not clear if she's going to get divorced or not is considered completely like a married woman anyone who has relations with her is going to be liable for death she says that we have a subject we have a doubt we learned in a Mishnah and as long as he dies, and when he doesn't, he die, so it's going to be it's going to be considered a good, a good get says, wait, but we already established that there's no get after death, I'm a rabbi rabbi says, the case is the case is where he said I'm giving you this get and I want it to be chal from the time that I'm still in the world, so it's not clear what he means does he mean from a moment before he passes away, or does he mean from any moment that he's in the world still, so we assume that in fact he meant from the moment before he passes away and that's why she's considered still married to him the whole time until the moment before passes away. But according to BAC, it's not clear when they're divorced. It could be their divorce from the moment that he gives it to her because he's saying from any moment that I'm alive. So therefore, every single moment is a suffix, is a doubt, and therefore, the person who has relations with her, heaven forbid, will not be liable for death and it's just going to be a suffix Is going to have to bring an Ashim Talui. With Hashem's help, we'll continue from here in the next Daily daf.